Welcome to the Pursuit of Happiness podcast. Three times a treat. Here we go. Uh, just a bit of context for the listeners. This is the third time that we've tried to uh, get the podcast going. So um, hopefully third time lucky. Um, so um, welcome to the podcast. Um it's a bit of a, a special edition podcast today because today's guest is my older brother, Stuart. Um, had the pleasure of, well, pleasure, displeasure of knowing him for, for, for 35 years. So it's a bit of a, it'll be an interesting conversation for me as well to kind of understand where, where you're coming from. Uh, so welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Um, so the, the the idea behind the podcast is obviously there's the the dictionary definition of of happiness, uh, but what we're trying to do with the podcast is with the different people that we're speaking to, trying to create a real life organic definition of happiness rather than just a sentence in a book. Okay. Um, so obviously I know who you are and all what's occurring, but. Um, I was just wondering wondering if you could give the listeners a bit of a background intro to you. Yeah, of course I will, no problem. So so like Adam says, I'm the better looking of the Rogers family. Um <laughs> I my I guess central to, to, to me, to my values and to the way that I conduct myself both, you know, in 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 pursuit of things that I enjoy and also professionally is around sport and physical activity. Um, it's been a tool that I've used throughout everything that I've done in terms of, um, you know, a, a acquiring a career, uh, the things that I do personally around my social life and, and just trying to make sure that that's, that's the fundamental thing that essentially kept me out of bother and kept me in work. Um, and I think that in terms of my professional career at the moment, I'm currently working in public health, um, but I do have a background in um, supporting professional clubs, uh, community development, sport development and um, supporting the higher education world through through some lecturing. What do you reckon? Reckon that's enough? You're also a bit of a nutcase in terms of uh, you, you somehow find joy in competing in Ironman triathlons, which uh, I've, I've never understood myself. I didn't mention that because you wanted to talk about the pursuit of happiness. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Um just, just for the record, I I prefer the Robert Downey Jr. version of Iron Man rather than your finish line photographs of you completing an Iron Man. We all, you know, just, we, we all have our different uh, our different vices and the different things that make us happy. I guess that's part of part of the pursuit, isn't it? Mm. So, you are uh, episode fifteen of the podcast. So we've had quite a few people on so far from different walks of life mm -hmm. and the next question i'm going to ask is an easy question for me to ask you but the previous 14 episodes it's been quite a difficult question to answer so the question is quite simply what does happiness mean to you what does happiness mean to me well i think um I think that the Dalai Lama once said that the pursuit of our, the purpose of our lives, sorry, is to be happy. That's why we're here. 
Um, and if you if you think about that in the context of what what is it that we wrap around our lives, you could tell from the introduction that I made that for me it is around you know it is around being active, it's around enjoying the people around me, and it's around that kind of feeling that um, of achievement that creates that creates happiness for me, and that and that manifests itself in lots of different ways, whether that's through my kids or whether that's through my work whether that's through, you know, completion of, of something like an Ironman or, or, uh, or, a, or a 5K run, you know, everyone's different. But I think, I think for me, it is very much about um, that kind of simplicity of, you know, what, what gives us those moments in our lives that, that make our lives worth, worth living and, and, and things that we reflect on and remember. And I think that, you know, feel free to, to kind of, you know, stop me when, in my floor because I could probably talk for hours about this, but, but generally, you know, hap happiness as a thing is, um, we all have, we all have something called a happiness baseline. Does that make sense? Ads? Yeah. 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 So from that point of view, we have, we have a baseline of where we live our lives in terms of our, our level of happiness on a day to day basis. And we all do things that fluctuate that, that from the baseline, put both positive and, and negative, for example, you know, and, and sometimes both. So, for example, having a packet of crisps, you know, if you love crisps, that gives you a bit of happiness. It whips you up from that baseline. But the interesting thing about positive and negative movements away from our baseline is that they're only temporary. They're kind of small fixes in our lives that 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 are important to us and give us that that. Um, that level of happiness, that stimulation from a scientific, you know, perspective. But for for those moments, they are quite short. And it might be a, an event. You know, it might it might be, you know, like we mentioned about marathons or an Ironman or or a couch to five K or something. You get those moments in time where you feel amazing when you've done it. You get that level of happiness, you get that that stimulus, but actually over a period of time after that, you return. And there's some interesting research that's been done around that. And for me, the important parts of, of our lives is around how do we maintain that, that baseline of happiness, which is the thread throughout our lives. How do we keep that at a level which is positive and happy? Because the higher the baseline as an ongoing thing, we'll have the crisps and we'll do the runs and we'll do all that kind of stuff. But actually, that baseline of happiness is probably one of the single most important things that we can have as a human being. So, obviously, with this baseline, you were saying that, you know, it, it, it's kind of like a constant thing through through life. Um, and that across that baseline, there are fluctuations both to the positive side and the, the negative side. So is it a fair assumption to make that the that happiness is not just a journey, but it's a series of special journeys as well? Yeah, I think I think it's fair to say that happiness isn't a point in time. And I think if you We've all, we, you know, we've all had that moment in our lives where we want something that we think makes us happy. Now, that can manifest itself in lots of different ways. It could be the car that you want. It could be the job that you want. It could be the amount of money in your bank account. And, this, and again, there's some interesting research that links into people who have won the lottery. 
you know what I mean, who think it's the be-all and end-all of happiness. But if your baseline is still at a point, once you've had that initial rush and you've spent that money, then you will return to your happiness baseline. It isn't set by your job and it isn't set by um, a particular moment in time, but it is about a journey. And I think, I think when we think about happiness as a journey and relate it to our lives, our lives are is a journey, isn't it? So, yeah. you know, our baseline of happiness is a functional part of our being that changes as we change human beings through our life. And what we need to do is we need to think about how we can protect that baseline so that we we find out what is important to us and we find out how we can man, maintain that kind of level of um that level that, that level of how we break down what happiness means. So from like I said at the beginning, for me, happiness is around, you know, completion, it's around achievement, it's around um you know, doing something like like going like going for a run today. You know, I went for a run today. I didn't fancy it at all. Wow, I was buzzing when I finished. And for me, happiness is is not a thing that you settle on. It's not something that you go, oh, I'm happy, because as as we know and as we've just said, is happiness fluctuates. of those those moments in time but actually how do we how do we protect when we come back down to where our our kind of happiness baseline is and from a scientific point of view happiness there's a lot of science behind happiness and you know the, breaking it down into sort of psych, psychological speak happiness is determined in three ways 50 percent of it is around genetics you know, this, this development of baseline, it's around genetics. It's around how we're brought up and how our DNA functions. And some people can actually be more happier than others just based on genetics. And that's about half of, our, of us as, as humans. Then we've got 10%, which is kind of external to us. That's our surroundings. It's, 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 it might be where we live and, 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 and who we surround ourselves with. And then about 40% is what we can do. So that's the actions, that's our thoughts, that's our aspirations, that's the development of those singularity moments, but notwithstanding the fact that it's about our baseline. And that's really interesting that, you know, half of where our happiness baseline sits is in our gift. And it's something for us to develop and be aware of. So I think it's an interesting um, an interesting way to look at it. So you mentioned earlier... The happiness for you is enjoying the people around you. 
is happiness then a social a social thing? Well, we are social animals, aren't we? And I think during during the current situation, I think people are realizing that the ability not to meet people, um, you know, that that kind of restrictions that are in place, we've we are probably more aware of it now than we ever have been. Um, for, for me, um, I think that um, it's a it's. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um so um if you were to give someone advice about um happiness in terms of going for it, going for it and trying to look for it and all this kind of stuff, what advice would you give them? Well, I think I think some good sort of points of advice really about about happiness is 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 around what there's a bit some of this is about self awareness and it's about understanding the things that that make you happy. Which I know is kind of a you know you say what's the advice to people to be happy? Find out what makes you happy. Seems quite an easy an easy thing, but if the reply is crisps and takeaways and you know whatever those things are what you're doing is you think you're thinking about the the episonic side of it you're thinking about those points in time that give you that kind of false happiness if you like they are things that keep you happy but it's a for me it's about it's about the balance of um it's about the, the, the balance of all of those events and understanding what is important to you so i mean i'll give you an example for my 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 kind of uh um personal sort of aspects to it which you'll be fully aware of adam which um you know part of my um things that make me happy is around mastery 
you know it's a it's around completion and achievement of, of doing things that people say you can't do you know which which again is, is things like the marathons and ironmans and and all manner of stuff but for me i understand i understand that that makes me happy i understand that that gives me a buzz um and I understand that if you've got lots of these pieces of the jigsaw, then you create yourself a, hap- a happiness puzzle that you've, you've kind of put together. And for me, you know, always thinking about, well, what is there something that I can't do now that I could do later? And, and for me, it was around learning, learning a musical instrument. Um, and I know that's going to make me happy, although there will be times that... I'll be frustrated, which I am, that it's difficult to learn, that, you know, you have these times where you don't think you're benefiting. And and again, like I mentioned about that happiness baseline, they're moments that are under the baseline. Yeah. Um, but I do have those moments where you finish that song, you'll be able to play it. You, you kind of, you work your way through a tricky part of a piece of music and, and you get the positive side, which is above the baseline. But it's it's the self-awareness is the first part around that movement above that flat line. You know, if you look if you drew it as a line, um, that's your baseline of happiness, whatever that means to you. And and wrote the things that are important to you that, that that make you happy and can make you happy, not just as singular events, but as part of that journey, you will see that there will be a line. If you drew a line of how you're feeling at different points of, of the week, the month, the year, it will go up and down, above and beyond that that baseline. So it's about that awareness of what what are those things that can make you uh, happy and the, the things that are really important to you. So it's it's not a case of it being very sort of simplistic and go, oh, that's, this makes me happy, therefore I'll do more of that. But it's about planning that jigsaw and thinking of all those different pieces that um, that help to create that baseline. And again, for me, looking at it from a jigsaw puzzle, you know, I've got I've got the physicality side of it in terms of having a job that I really enjoy. I've got um, a job that really really challenges me, and that's you know from 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 my point of view, I want to achieve. So that's that's good. That's a good thing for me. Um, I've got my family, and I've got you know, the way that we operate as a family and the way that we look out for each other and the way that we um, we do we do what we do. Um, that makes me happy. That's another piece of the puzzle. And then I've got music now, which I didn't have. And starting at the age of 40 is a bit, a bit random, isn't it? But, you know, I've got that now. And, and for me, it's around looking at that puzzle and trying to understand all those different pieces, how those pieces fit together, and where there may be some gaps. And and again, understanding that and being self-aware is a real kind of conscious part of, of what happiness means to each other. But thinking about it on that basis that happiness isn't always massively brilliant and it isn't always massively rubbish and it fluctuates between the two. But thinking about that happiness baseline, that's, that's what will raise your agency around being happy. Um, and I think if you look at, you know, there's a billion different types of things that are out there, which is, you know, what's going to make you happy? How can you develop as a person? How can you be more aware? And I think some of those things are really, really important, but I wouldn't get hit up on trying to achieve all of them, but they are, they are easy things. So my advice would be around get good exercise, 
it feels rubbish most of the time, but when you finish it and when you do it, it gives you these events in your life that 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 give you more than just the 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 hormone release, the oxytocin and the you know and serotonin. It's about understanding what you can do as a human and what you can do in your life. So that exercise thing is great. You know, think about what are the important bits within your habits of the person that you need to be really good on. You know, things like getting good getting good sleep, you know, drinking and eating well, not too well for the drinking side of it. Um, spending time with people, if that's your thing, then 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 emphasise that as much as you can and in lots of different ways that we're seeing at the moment. And think about, you know, you know, when the people say that there's a, there's a phrase about money can't buy you happiness. Um, and it's actually wrong um, because people think about it in terms of the national lottery winners, you know, and they're all, they're, you know, they're not happy. Well, what they've done is they've gone, they've, they've been happy and they've gone back to their happiness baseline, which isn't, which isn't high enough. Um, but actually it's about, if you do have money, it's spending it the right way. And that can be, that can be a fiver right the way up to being a millionaire. It's, it's about your approach to it and doing the things that fit into that jigsaw so that you are spending, investing your time and your money and your finances the right way. Um, and finally, I guess the last one is, which is a bit cheesy to be fair, lads. It's one of them that's like, you know, what's important, but I am, I am a big advocate of the power of laughter and, and find those things that, 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 you know, that when you're feeling rubbish, you can watch something daft on telly. Um, or pick up those kind of those different types of media where you can find those things that make you laugh both for for yourself and for other people. Um, and I think if you can look at life in that way and put those kind of good good practice things together that I've mentioned there, and think about that jigsaw, then I think what you'll you'll automatically do is raise your baseline for happiness into a much more of a positive place. So that as you go through life, you will have those positive and those negative times. But where you will settle in terms of your happiness is at a higher place than it would be without those jigsaw pieces in, in, in place. And like I said at the beginning, the Dalai Lama is saying that the purpose of our lives is to be happy. It's not to sit in a car queuing for two or three hours to get to work. It, it, it can't be, can it? So there's, mo- there's more to it. No. and thinking about those things that are in the jigsaw, you know, I've as I've gone through that process, one of those jigsaw puzzles for me is the job, the right job. Now, if you're sat in a car for two or three hours a, a day um, in traffic and that's not good for you and it doesn't make you happy, then you need to find a way to change that because all of those pieces need to be, need to be you know, not necessarily 100% correct, but they need to be better in order to, or in, in order to raise your your happiness baseline. If you've got a job you don't like and you spend 37 hours with an extra 10, 15 hours of travelling, then your happiness baseline is going to be really low. So if you do go for a run at the weekend and you feel brilliant and you've had a lovely meal and you spent time with your lovely family and you've done all those things, when Monday comes, you return to your happiness baseline and that's going to be fairly low if it's not what you want. So going through the process of looking at that jigsaw, I think is a really positive one. And I think something that if when people start to think about that, will really open up some really interesting questions for them. 
I'm going to I'm going to say something now, and I think it's fairly true. I think this is the deepest conversation we've had in a long you're time. Yeah. Well, I can't believe we're on, we're on episode 15 and you're asking me now, what's happened? Have you just got like, you've just run out of people or what? Well, you know, kind of starting with the best and working down. <laughs> I like that. Well, there you go then. But does it make sense though? That's the thing, you know, asking a question back to you. Does that, does it make sense and does it resonate with you, what I've said? I think the thing that, that, that's been interesting for me is the whole happiness baseline thing. Um, you know, having having uh, a level of happiness that then um, almost every now and again has a peak in it. Uh, so kind of make trying to make that baseline as high as as high as it can. So that when you then come back down to that baseline, you're still going to be happy. Um, that's quite quite interesting. I, th- I think the thing that's, that I found interesting over the this, the podcast is because I've had different people of different ages, uh, people with disabilities, um, people that have you know gone through depression, alcoholism. Happiness is kind of um, unique in the sense that, for example, someone who's a grandparent, happiness for them is contentment, whereas someone who's who's quite young, it's about um, looking to the future. So so it's almost as if, you know, when you start off quite young, happiness tends to be, uh, something that's in the future that you're looking forward to, and the older you get, this sort of future happiness turns into a reflective happiness. So you reflect on moments in your life that you've been through that made you happy. I think, so, um, I, I think, I think as you as you as you do get older, through obviously through through mature, maturity. When you said there about grandparents, um, kind of having contentment, that that's contentment is your happiness baseline so if you think about it yeah. from uh you know when you're in your teens or you're in your early 20s and things you've got lots of different things that are giving you those independent um positive and negative you, uh, you know events so you've got lots going off and and the things that you the things that you value are different but as your values change as you get older you know Contentment is hard if your baseline for happiness is really low. So you need to yeah. see these other things. And if you get that contentment from somewhere else and understanding, you know, how many people in later life understand what happiness means to them? You know, it seems to be one of those common things, doesn't it, that that that, that people understand more. If they could go back, what would they do? So for example, um Steve Jobs, you know, when when you know when he was, you know, on his on his on his deathbed, um and he's got all the machines whirring and, you know, he knows he's going to go at some point in the extreme near future. The quote that he said was, is that everybody in the world really should, once they have enough money to retire and do the things that they enjoy, that's what they should do. Um, so, he, mm. you know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's kind of a, a wicked question to a certain extent because it doesn't, you know, when you're younger, 
people will tell you these things, but you, they don't resonate with you until you're old, until you're a little bit older. So you're absolutely right about you know maturity yeah. and and happiness. But I think you know it's 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 important that we understand where that baseline for happiness sits, and when that wavers. You know, you, you 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 can affect it. You can affect it positively, but it's the place that you stop. It's the place that you drop, and it's the place that um, are the things that keep you motivated when you haven't got those things that are that are right good at the minute. And and we can see that now with sort of the pandemic around COVID, it also creating a secondary pandemic around mental health because people's baseline happiness isn't at that point. You know, you know, when you take away a lot of the things that may be given that happiness or false happiness to an extent, um, you're we are beginning to find that when when you take away some of them things and when you strip it back, people aren't happy. It's just that we cover them up with things like flash cars and big houses and, you know, things that we think make us happy. But when you strip them back, I think being able to take those things away and remain happy is the fundamental part of, of, of being happy and therefore reignites what our purpose is in our lives. And that's quite tough for people to talk about, isn't it? Yeah. I think, um, I think the hard, the hardest thing with happiness is, um, you know, we, we, we talk a lot about, um, you know, talking about, when you know if we're feeling down or if we're struggling, but you know there's you know there's quite a few people who struggle or just don't talk about being happy because it's almost an accepted thing to be happy. Um, but the two sides of the same coin. So I think you know encouraging people to talk about when they're feeling a bit rough should also be met with encouraging people to talk about what does make you happy. Mm. Does that make sense? That's it, promoting it and, and, and being aware of it. But you, I mean, even, even like we've spoken now about different ages, think about different levels of income and think about if you, if you look across the board, happiness isn't relative to your income. So people will be happy who have very low incomes and there will be people who are significantly unhappy that have very high, you know, incomes from from jobs or investments or whatever. So there's, it's not, it's not. We have to really be careful about that kind of terminology of of what it is that we want and understand as humans what what are the things that make us happy. And some of those are contentment. Some of those are content with the situations that we might be in. But that's actually quite interesting because, you know. If you're content but you don't have much, you're happier than people that have got lots. And and that's yeah. about that's about awareness of the things that that are, that are happy. You can't buy a baseline happiness. You 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 the things that you do, the way that you think, and your DNA all creates that mix of where that happiness baseline's gonna gonna land. Now you can affect it, of course you can, about the way you think. And the way, but if you're, if you're, if you're someone who's motivated by by material goods, you're never going to be happy because once you've bought that car, you'll want the next newest car, you'll want the next biggest house, yeah. you'll want the, the 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 most expensive clothes or the newest thing. And if that's what you're chasing, then 
once you've bought those things, what happens? You go back down to where your happiness baseline is. And if that's where you land and it's not high enough, then you're going to have to try and fix it by buying something else. And that causes, we see that in society so much around the, the kind of issues that that will cause. You know, think about gambling. Makes me happy when you win. Mm. Brilliant. But if you're not winning, <laughs> you're having a shocker, aren't you? So, you know, I think, yeah, I think it, I think a lot of this is about self-awareness and that's that can be a tricky thing for people to take the time to reflect and to understand. Um, but if you can do that and you can line those jigsaw puzzles up, then I think... Um, I think you're in a good position to to understand what happiness means to you, like I do for me and like you do for you. Um, and that's a good place to be as a human because that's our purpose. Totally agree. Happy days. That's the first time you've agreed with me. Totally agree. And I'll make a change, isn't it? It does, pal. I've no, in all fairness, that's because I'm always right. It's you not agreeing with me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That could that could that could be it, you know, if that's what you think. Um, there may be another <laughs> side to that story, but I don't think it's one for the podcast or for any any of your listeners. But um, no, I think I think um, I think it's been good discussing this, and uh, you know, I'm happy to come back and if there's another another version that um, that you think you might want to want to kind of touch on and, and dig and dig into a little bit more. I think, yeah, I mean, moving forwards, um, obviously the the, pod, the podcasts so far have been about just general happiness and kind of creating a, a definition, a real-life definition for it. But the, the, the aim moving forward with it is to maybe have uh, the occasional episode that looks at one particular thing or, for example, is there something that, that's come out of all the podcasts that is a general mm, rule yeah. of thumb and kind of having that yeah, as the or, thing. Or, or even, you know, posing a, uh, posing a question, you know, like for example, in the pursuit of happiness, what makes you unhappy <laughs> and coming at it from, from, from that side, how many people do you say, oh, I, I, I really don't, I really don't enjoy the amount that I drink or the food that I eat or, you know, this or that. Well, that's you. That's your. That's in your gift to change. And if you value that enough as something that makes you unhappy and you want to be happy, then don't do it. But what happens is you get you get that kind of, that blink of, oh, I've eaten that takeaway, that's made me happy. And then you go back to your happiness baseline and then you feel rubbish because you know that you shouldn't have eaten it and it doesn't make mm. you happy. So it's, I'm not saying it's as easy as switching it on and off, but I think you know, a good way of coming at it, you know, might be posing some questions and thinking about, you know, how do you, how do you change, you know, some of those things that make you unhappy um, and come at it from that side, I think. I totally agree with that. Totally agree. Thank you very oh, much for joining us today. I'll send you an invoice. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll start, yeah, best. a cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks for the opportunity. It's been a pleasure. And, uh, yeah, I'll, I'm more than happy to come back and talk about something else. So, thank you. Thank you for the chance. Excellent. All right, Paul. Thank you very much. I'll speak to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Pursuit of Happiness podcast. 
Come back next time for more conversation about happiness.